Welcome back, Mariah. Hello. How's it going? Good. Good. You didn't do your normal intro. It threw me yeah. off. <laughs> I, I was know. like, oh, wait, we're starting. <laughs> Welcome to Camp People there. with John. <laughs> and Mariah. There we go. There we go. Now I feel like we can start. Can you believe that May is next week? Yes. I'm, I'm happy for it. <laughs> Tis the season. Also, happy birthday. Thanks. It's not like today, but it's close. I know. 34. 34. Look at you. I remember making fun of my wife when she turned 34 that she was almost 40. Yeah. So here's the thing. Whenever you endlessly make fun of someone for especially a thing like age, yeah, you are also going to get to those numbers. So you really did this to yourself. I was really hoping Jesus would come by now. <laughs> sure. Have you ever seen the meme that's like, if it isn't the consequences of my own actions. <laughs> amen and amen to that. <laughs> I just yeah. really feel like that applies here. <laughs> it really does. It really does. But how's it feel? You're 34. Good. Yeah. I feel older. Yeah. You know. But I felt older for a long time. <laughs> like every time I climb a 12 foot ladder and shake. How often are you doing that? Just once, a couple of months, well, about a month ago now. Yeah. It's been about a month. <laughs> still having nightmares about it. Because I'm so old. Yes. <laughs> or every time my daughter like wants to wrestle with me mm. and like, I'm like, oh, my it hurts. body. Like it, my, I think my body is starting to like try to warm me ahead of times before I like say, oh yeah, like I'll do that. You'll get like a random pain. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, maybe yeah, I won't do yeah. that. Let me rub this back real quick. Yeah. Then I'll, then I'll start doing it. But yeah. That's funny. Yeah. It's nice having a birthday at the end of April. I will say um, it has snowed quite a few times on my birthday. So that's um, horrific. So it, like last week when it snowed, I wasn't super surprised because I was like, well, it's about my birthday. I remember like on my birthday waking up and there'd be snow on the ground. Like, and I was like, Bleh. Bleh. yeah. I hate it. So yeah. How are I you doing? Doing good. good, yeah, yeah. Been a chill week, but a good week. Yeah, yeah. So same. I had the weekend off, so that was nice, and made friends mm -hmm. from Indiana that drove up to nice. visit us, and so nice. yeah, so, yeah. I also had a couple of days off, but I have been trying to stay pretty chill on my days yeah. off. So no, I get that. Good for you. Yeah, I'm trying. It's good for your mental health to relax mm -hmm. and refresh. And I started to. um tell luke the other day that i was going to be lazy yeah and then i was like no i'm not being lazy i'm resting that's true there's a difference there is a big difference but resting can be sitting and doing a whole lot of nothing for a full day and that's still true. not lazy that's true just resting if you are resting i'm doing air quotes right now <laughs> for like three weeks in a row then now you're being lazy yes but like if it's just like oh it's my day off like and seeing as how i'm not quote unquote resting Steam. for three yeah. weeks in a row. Like if like I'm gonna sit on the couch and like watch TV for the whole day. And I bet you you probably don't even do it for the whole day. Like you probably no. still get up and like do stuff around the house I, or whatever. I get pretty restless still. Yeah. But I think like the the purpose is like as long as you're like mentally like mm -hmm. not making like huge lists for yourself like yeah. well like just the other day I cleaned the bathroom and like did the bathroom super duper need to be cleaned? No, but it made me feel better. So yeah, just a little touch up as well. Yeah. Like yeah, I think it's still resting. Yeah, thanks. Good. I also watched a Taylor Swift documentary, which I thought about so you good. because I follow this person on TikTok and I'm not going to say I'm not going to follow her anymore, but I've thought about it over oh, the last 24 hours. Controversy. Taylor was in Tampa recently and um, 
this person that I follow on TikTok was at the concert. I had a friend who was at the concert living his best life. I yeah. was so happy for him. Well, so is this person, but she blew up my newsfeed. I'm a, not my newsfeed. That's not what TikTok is. Your for you page? My for you page. Yep, you are 34. <laughs> <laughs> she blew up my for you page on my TikTok of all these Taylor Swift things. And in my head, I was like, you know, I'm super agitated by this right now. I said, but you know what? Who wouldn't be? Me. Mariah. I'm like, if Mariah was following this person, uh-huh. and like I follow her because she works at Disney and is always like posting like videos on Disney, like Disney tips. So like she's like, Oh, like if you go to Disney World, like go to this restaurant or like come during these times. And like that's mm. why I follow her. Cause I'm like, oh, like if I'm I like gonna, Disney. I like yeah. Disney if I'm playing a trip. And then she had to ruin it by going to a Taylor Swift concert and like she ruined nothing. She was just living her life. Let her live. She'll go back I, to Disney I did let her live, but I just I just kept swiping. There you go. And kept swiping. And kept, kept swiping. And then like the next day, like I was like, man, like she literally posted like every 30 second video she could of Taylor Swift. Good for her. And I was just like, man. And every time I watched it though, and every time like mentally I was getting annoyed, I was like, you know what? Like Mariah would just be loving this right See, now. See, my for you page right now, well, I guess like in the last couple weeks, has been exclusively Taylor Swift. <laughs> And Love is Blind. Oh, yeah. You're a Love is Blind watcher, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Wasn't like the live something last night? Well, it was. No, it was last week. Oh, that was last week, wasn't yes. it? Yes, it was last week. See, I don't watch Love is Blind, so yeah, I'm clearly. a below deck kind of guy. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I know. I know. But it was a disaster. Netflix tried to do it live. They yeah. were like an hour and a half late. Oh, no. We still, like, we weren't able to watch it live. We had to watch it, um, like, after the fact mm-hmm. and it was just so bad i said it, did all your wishes come true no they did didn't gr- the people that they should have like grilled they didn't grill and then the mm-hmm. people that they should have been like oh i'm so sorry that this other person treated you like crap they were like how dare you it was so bad that's a bummer yeah i've never watched love is blind but i know you've recommended it and some of our other staff have told me like that i would probably enjoy i feel it. like you would like it we started watching it during quarantine and so oh, okay. like i was quarantined with luke's whole family and initially i was the only one that wanted to watch and so i was watching it and then slowly like luke was like oh i'll watch it with you so he yeah. started watching and then there was one night where like the way that his parents house is set up the stairs are right next to the living room mm-hmm. and i'm not kidding you luke's dad stood with one foot on the stair and one foot on the floor <laughs> and watched the entire hour-long episode and we were like you can come sit down with Get us. Comfy. Get He's like, no, 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 I'm going upstairs. I'm going upstairs and watch the entire episode. Did he like commentate on it afterwards? Every once in a while, he yeah. would. Well, no, like throughout the oh, show, throughout he the would show. commentate okay. on it. Um, and then from then on, it became like a family affair. Of yeah, we were all gonna watch Love Is Blind. Oh, yep, that's cool though. It was fun. Yeah. I don't think any of them still watch Love Is Blind, but Luke and I do. What's like the purpose of Love Is Blind? They. It's obviously a, a scientific experiment. Of course. With no flaws. Like the circle. <laughs> That's a social <laughs> experiment. Also science. Yeah, uh, you know, social science. Um, but they are trying to figure out the age-old question, is love truly blind? Because that's what um... we've all been dying to know. And so there's like, I don't know, 10 or so... No, there's going to be more like 20 singles that go into these um, 
pods. Mm -hmm. And so like a guy and a girl will be paired up, but they are each in their own little room. And so they can't see the other person. So they date for like 10 days or something. They can't see each other. But they can't see each other. So the way it's set up in the show, it looks like the rooms are right across from each other. Yeah. I think it's more like there's a microphone in the room and then this other room is like somewhere else and they yeah, just... I, like how would you like exit and stuff like yeah know. so anyway, anyway we're okay. getting in the weeds they date they if they decide to get married yeah. if they decide to get engaged that's where they can then see each other oh. so they they get engaged in the pods and then they go on a week long like honeymoon and they're like together so it's mostly just like the couple it's all just couples that go like so this last season they went to mexico so mm-hmm. there was like five couples. They all went to Mexico. But for they, a week. For a week. And they randomly like will have parties with all of the couples like all together. And that starts stirring up drama because they've all dated each other in the pods. Oh my goodness. It's dramatic. And then they go back to real life. Mm-hmm. They move into an apartment together that like the show has bought. So As they, they should. Right. They move into an apartment and then like within the next month they get married but they can say i don't at the altar so they can break up at any time like this past Does season that happen a lot no this past season was the first one where like people were really like breaking things off and this past season was dramatic yeah but then at the altar you can say i do or i do not mm. and so there's like runaway bride situations what mm. runaway grooms it's dramatic and then they have this big reunion afterwards where you get to learn like if they're still married if they still like each other hey now that everyone's had a chance to watch the show why were you such a terrible person that was on last week yes that was the live show that was last week that was a absolute disaster gotcha and netflix is pretending to be like oh my gosh i didn't know it's like all they advertised for the past week before that like yeah <laughs> so dumb anyway <laughs> interesting but that's it's like how did we get here that was that's my tiktok that exclusively taylor swift doing her thing i love this that little swim thing she does that is pretty cool it's so cool she puts on quite the show i wonder what her like daily workout looks like like she probably has like five trainers honestly i saw um a uh nfl player i think his wife is a big swifty and so like he went to the show and he was like i don't i i mean the show was great i want to know what her regimen is i want to know what she's eating how many personal trainers does she have backstage like like this is a feat of athleticism i was in show choir we knew how to do a mean dress change but like how she does it like 16 costumes yeah and like how she does it where she like goes dives down into the stage and then somehow comes back up like she's got it's called i think like a stage rocket or something it's like uh, a really fast like she lands on um like a seat or something or yeah she lands on like a bed and it like zips her underneath the stage to another part so she can do a costume change and then come back because she comes out. out she's a whole new costume mm-hmm. like how did you get from point a to point b stage rocket <laughs> and you're in a whole like from a big dress and like a pantsuit yeah like i'm like what what she does so many costume changes. It's incredible. That is impressive. I watch her. I watch a lot of her concerts on TikTok Live, and Luke will look over at me. He's like, is it concert time? I'm like, oh, yeah, it sure is. 
And you didn't pay like three thousand dollars. I tickets. didn't. I I came close, but I didn't. Good for you. I'm proud of you. I don't make enough for that. Well, someone wants to start a GoFundMe for Mariah to for go Mariah's to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift concert tickets. I wouldn't be mad about it. I will not participate in that. <laughs> That's okay though. Okay. So the actual purpose of this podcast. Quite the rabbit hole. <laughs> hey, you know what? We used to, in our first few podcasts, we said, hey, welcome to Camp People. We're talking about camp things unless we don't. So we just We weren't. just chose not to. Yeah. But now. And jump in like Taylor segue, Swift to the stage. <laughs> and Splash. And stage rocket. <laughs> stage rocket. We are stage rocketing into camp stuff. Um, so today um, we are seg- segueing into our previous episode from last week part two where we talked about camping ministry um and today we're going to talk about the difference between camp Mm -hmm. or camping and camping ministry um because there is a difference i think people sometimes like from the guesser side a lot of people one of my biggest pet peeves i'll say hopefully none of you who have said this to me are what (laughs) i've seen um if when, you are, you can apologize at. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> honestly. Um, but is when people call us a campground. Oh. And it happens like more than one would think. Yeah, I think because it's just like colloquially camp, yeah. campground, same thing. What's but, the difference? Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, like, oh, you work at a campground. I'm like, I do not work at a campground, no. actually. Like, and there are some Christian camps who have campgrounds, and that is super great. Yeah. But like they also have like I don't a know campground. how they do it. I don't either. But like they have a campground, but they also have like a camp that they run at the same time. But people are like, oh, yeah, a campground. I'm like, we don't like because like cabins camp- and like, in case you're wondering, a campground is where you rent a spot like for a certain number of nights and you bring an RV or you bring a tent or a hammock and you camp there. There's no programming involved. There is no cook food. Your own food. Yeah. yeah, like you are just paying the company for that plot of land to be reserved for you for the yeah. night, and that is a hundred percent not at least what we do. Yeah. Um. And I said seventy-five, eighty percent camps is not what they do. It's not what if, they do. Either, if yeah. you try to pay them fifteen dollars so you can set up your tent, they're gonna be like, uh, no. Yeah. You can pay this amount to stay in a cabin. Yeah. <laughs> And eat our food. And, and eat our yeah. food and do our programming. Yeah. And, and it usually involves like larger groups too. So it's not yeah. like just like an individual fa- individual family. It's like your whole church or your whole school. Or, or if you've like, got a really big family. Or if you have a really big family. But like not like a you and your husband right. are going to go to a camp. I understand that being a pet beef. Yeah. yeah they say campground and I'm like, and, I, and I'm nice about it. I'm just like, oh, obviously. oh yeah, like sure, like whatever. But in my head, I'm like, it's not a campground. Like, <laughs> can, can you please come for a tour so I can show you that it's not a campground? Right. Right. So needless to say, we're going to be talking about the difference between the two. So, um, Mariah, why don't you share your viewpoint about maybe like what a camp, your view of like just a camp. Just a camp? Yeah. For me, a camp that is not, I so the terms that we're going to use camp is like not a christian camp camp yeah that that is its own what other might thing. say like a secular but like we just don't really like that we camp. don't like the secular so we're just a camp and then christian camp is something jesus focused yes or the word christian or jesus is in the mission statement yeah 
Yeah. So a camp would be a mostly outdoor facility where like kind of aimed towards youth, I would say that's pretty common, but where you're focusing on something. So that could be outdoor education. It could be art music, but Mm -hmm. there's generally there's a focus of the camp, but it's not Jesus. It's usually a, what would be an extracurricular in Mm -hmm. a school. Yeah. And, uh, sometimes it's like, if it, like a week of childcare for parents is kind of like the bonus. Mm-hmm. Think YMCA camp. Yeah. That's a common one. Which is interesting because YMCA originally was like a Christian was a Christian thing, yeah. But like they don't, some YMCA camps do, but like a lot of YMCA camps don't really emphasize like the Christian side it's of more as much of, anymore. Right. It's more of like an emphasis on, hey, have a lot of fun, try some new things, mm-hmm. and we're going to focus on playing the piano we're going to focus on singing yeah. show choir camp that yeah. was a thing uh, i never did it in america mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. so that would be an example of yeah regular camp yeah what, what's your thoughts um yeah so i would agree um i look at like regular camp very similar to like a day camp mm. um so like i remember like our parks and rec department in my in the city mm-hmm. i grew up in like they had summer camp yeah. And like parents could drop their kids off at eight o'clock in the morning, pick them up at four o'clock in the afternoon. And they would like go to the community pool and they would mm-hmm. go play basketball and like go to the park. And I think like, our like JCC had one of those. Yeah. So like I look like, but they called it summer camp. And so people were like, oh yeah, I went to summer camp. Like, and we went to the community pool every day and things like that. And I think even like the town close to us, like they have a summer camp that uh-huh. the school puts on and like they go to the lake. Um, and they go to the ice cream shop and they go bowling and things like that. So like, I think a childcare for parents. Um, I also look at it as like outdoor ed. Like I think a lot of camps like might not do summer camp or they might do summer camp, but they might specialize in like the outdoor ed portion of it during the school season. Yeah. Um, which that's going to more focus on like learning through experiences rather than they do more like the STEM learning and things like that. Um, but yeah, I think, I think when you look at camp, um, I think the outdoor is probably a huge portion of of what it would be. Um, I feel like Boy Scout camp and Girl Scout camp also fall into that. Yeah, I think so. I would put them in that category as well as like a, like outdoor ed or like a special, a specialty camp. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, I know like there's a specific like music camp in Michigan that like kids don't go to do zipline and high ropes like they go they with go to their like instruments and yeah like, and it's a lot of time to practice i think you get to learn from like some other teachers yeah like they have band teachers that are like your counselors and instructors right. and like you go and like i have some friends that are band teachers that do another camp in indiana where it's very similar like you go to a school for a week and it's like a day camp but like mm-hmm. you bring your instrument it's not like an easy like sure like making music is having fun but it's not like a like well, like boot camp. Yeah, like it's not like <laughs> something easy. Like you are like learning your skill and like there's expectations for that. Yeah, I remember a friend of mine in high school going to a music camp and her coming back and being like, whoa, that was way yeah. more intense than I well, was even expecting. Like, um, I look at like show Quirk in America, like one of my good friends plays piano for them, like for one of the choirs. 
And like they learned like a whole entire show choir show in one week by and like performing and, and performing. It's like, yeah, you're with like some of the nation's best like choreographers and like vocal instructors, but like you're practicing three times a day. It's hard work. And then like you have seminars on dancing and vocal stuff outside of those practices too. Yeah. So like it's, it is hard work. And like, sure, like it's funny. You create great memories just like you would at like a camp we would work at, but like it is hard work. Um, so then we have, Christian camp, which well, is the other thing. Yeah, but hang on a second. I oh. had one other thing I wanted to oh, say. Go ahead. I feel like one of the benefits of regular camp would mm -hmm. be that you get to you get to be around people that have the same like special interests as yeah. you. Like and you mm -hmm. get to I don't know, I, I remember being in high school and like a lot of people didn't understand show choir. But if yeah. I were to have gone to show choir camp, then I'm suddenly around a whole lot of people that really really love yeah. show choir and the so, cool thing about show choir camp i do love show choir so much so I we will, both love show we, choir <laughs> i will stick up for show choir camp like and not i'm not saying any of these other camps are bad at all because like like we said last week there's a good um niche for every mm -hmm. camp out there um and like show choir camp like you might be like the only person from your high school that goes yeah and so you're forced like literally forced to room and like make new friends yeah and they go to colleges so you also get like a little taste for like what college dorms are like yeah and, like eating at a college cafeteria and like you're not with your parents and like your counselors are college kids that mm -hmm. are also were in show choir Love show and, like, choir. Yeah. Might be music teacher at like music ed majors and things like that um so it does give like you got an opportunity to kind of reach out and like yeah learn so yeah so then you have christian camps which is what we do those guys yeah <laughs> so christian camps um is a more focus on tying in god to the everyday life that mm -hmm. you are doing um or like the new experiences that you're having yeah um and sometimes it might be like an evangelistic type viewpoint sometimes it might not be as pushy right evangelistic so like I've worked and been to camps where were very pushy. And like mm -hmm. as a staff member, like here's a piece of paper that you need to fill out for every single person in yep. your cabin. And then I've also been at camps where like, yeah, we're just going to talk about Jesus, but we're not going to take any of that data, take any data. Yeah. Like, and that's okay. Both, both are great. They both like, have their own yeah, place because like kids need to hear about Jesus and they need to be loved. Yeah. Um, And I think, but other camps will have more of a focus on like, Hey, you're already a Christian, so now you're gonna like a heavy focus on memorizing Bible verses, yeah, growing as a leader. Um, I know some camps will bring in like missionaries that kids will learn from. Mm -hmm. So they there's other camps that have more of this focus of like discipleship and growing more in your faith that already exist. Yeah. But they also like have all the fun activities, you know. Yeah, so I feel like I could be really wrong about this because I've only ever worked at Christian camps, but I feel like Christian camps have more of the like fun activities like zip lines and water things. Whereas camps with a focus on music and art and outdoor education, it's so focused on that niche that maybe they don't have the yeah. same or they might have it. You just might not do it as much. Yeah. I do you have any, I do know that, that some like outdoor ed, like camps do have like all that kind of stuff, but like they, you might not specifically do all that stuff as a camper. So it okay. might be like something like 
when they ran out to groups on the weekends or something oh, like that. Yeah, like, yeah. They might participate in. Um, but I think like on the norm, like that's not something you would see. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of a different. Yeah. Different but I also think like at Christian camps, like you get chapel and you get like. Right. Like, yeah. You get like the habits, like no matter what camp you go to that if it's if they label themselves as a Christian camp, like you're kind of learning like those habits of like, hey, we're going to pray before the meal and mm-hmm. like we're going to learn a Bible story and we're going to some spiritual talk about disciplines. it. Yeah. So um, I think, yeah, there's always like that evangelistic or discipleship portion of it. Um, but I think in both perspectives, you have the opportunity to like get mentors um, from your counselors. And I feel like either way, the goal is to grow as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's to be more confident in whatever the thing is. So if your thing is learning the violin or practicing the violin, the goal of camp is, Hey, you're going to leave here a better violin player than you came. If mm-hmm. it's Christian camp, Hey, we're hoping that you leave as a more developed Christian than you came. Yeah. Kind of deal. Yeah, for sure. So did you, I feel like you talked about pulling up different mission statements. Okay. Yeah. So I pulled up two different Christian camps mm-hmm. um, that I know for their mission statements and then two camps that are have like other focuses other focuses yeah um that faith isn't like a focus on there but like one is like a more outdoor ed focus um and then the other one is owned by a university um and that's kind of their focuses on like training and improving mm. things mm-hmm. like that and we're gonna keep the names of the camps anonymous just that yeah. way like not that we don't want to give them press or that I think we're going to say anything negative, but no. just for, they don't know they, they would, they don't know they're selected. And so if they don't yeah. want to be a part of this, then we're just going to leave yeah. them. Well, and leave like, the names out of it. The purpose of our podcast isn't to advertise for everybody in their mother's camp, including right. the camp that we for for. And I think yeah. like if you are a first time listener or this is like the 10th time you've listened, like Mariah and I are very intentional about not talking like we talk about our camp a lot, but we mm-hmm. don't use the name of it because um, we don't want to use the name of other camps or our camp name because we don't want you to think that like one camp's better than the other camp or anything like that. Because it's like, not promotional. Yeah, it's our, our our hobby of podcasting is not to promote um, our specific camp. It is to just talk about our passion of camping ministry mm-hmm. and um, just have a good time while doing time. it so yeah with <laughs> a little that, disclaimer in there that said, <laughs> um so the first one um is from a faith-based camp oh i was gonna i thought you were gonna have me guess oh that okay, would have never fun. mind okay I'm, the first one is not face faith-based or it might be, or it might be knows? we have four different camps great okay i will read this mission statement i do have to say if it's not obvious that will be a little concerning but anyway (laughs) at camp blank Mm -hmm. our goal is to provide a fun enriching summer camp experience accessible to all kids in blank and blank counties and then underneath there there's three bullet points um saying at Camp Blank has been providing kids with educational and recreational experiences that promote social responsibility, encourage academic success, success, and support and develop self-esteem. 
Can you read the top mission statement again at Camp Blank? At Camp Blank, our goal is to provide a fun, enriched summer camp experience accessible to all kids in blank and blank counties. Okay. I'm going to go with that's not a Christian camp. That's correct. <laughs> I think I know what camp it is, though. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, and I love that it's, ex, like, explicitly accessible for all kids. Mm-hmm. That's really exciting. I think that's accessibility in camping is something that I'm super oh, I passionate about. That's why I picked this one. I figured. In particular. But also, it's something that's really needed, even in mm-hmm. any outdoor space, yeah. honestly. Like, figuring out how to make the outdoors accessible is huge. And yeah. it makes me really happy that camps are filling that niche. Niche. <laughs> it's going to be a buzzword for the day. Okay. Yeah, another one? Yes. It's interesting that they had two different counties listed. That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like most camps either they... don't specify location yeah. or I... it's like in the mm-hmm. East Texas area. Yeah. Like, I also wonder though if maybe like if there's community foundations attached to those counties mm-hmm. that are like major sponsors or donors or whatever. Quite possibly. And like, so it's like, hey, like, because I know like a lot of like community foundations will give you money if children in that community are a certain to percentage camp. of your yeah. population is from this area. Yeah. So no, I that's wonder if that's kind of like why, like part of their mission was like, Hey, we're going to serve these counties because like, that's where we're getting like our donors from and mm-hmm. things like that. Okay. It next. always cycles back to funding. Yeah. Next one. <laughs> blank, blank Bible camp exists to inspire <laughs> this generation to encounter God. I first was caught on how many times you were saying blank. Because you're trying to figure out who it is. <laughs> well, <laughs> then you said Bible camp. And I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> I got a good guess. I missed after you said the word Bible, I was gone. <laughs> okay. Repeat. Blank, blank Bible camp exists to inspire this generation to encounter God. I'm going to go with it's a Christian camp. I think you're right, Mariah. <laughs> I'm like crying. Oh, wait, that's not even their mission statement. Sorry, that's their core purpose. Oh, come on, man. Oh, well, they have the word God and Christian in their mission statement, too. Well, but I'll read it anyway, because um, I also like this. Um, okay. We'll just say Bible camp, because I'm not going to say blank blank. <laughs> um, Bible camp provides a safe place for families, churches, groups, and individuals to come and experience the truth and love of God in an authentic community through Christian camps and retreats. I like it. I do too. I like that they list out all the different types of mm-hmm. people that they serve. That's I like cool. that. And then I like the authentic community. Yeah. Like it's very real. Like it's authentic. Um, <laughs> Some might say. Yeah. That's pretty and cool. And I like the provides a safe place. Yeah. Like it makes it as a dad, it gives me warm, fuzzy feelings. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah, I'll send my kids there. I, um, um I often I joke, but in it's one of those like it's a joke because it like there's underlying seriousness mm-hmm. of like, hey, your job as a camp counselor is very serious. Oh, People yeah. are dropping off their most prized. Yeah. Like part of their life mm-hmm. into your hands for a week. Yeah. 
you better not mess it up. Like, um, the concept of a camp counselor is like kind of hilarious and wild to me that we're like, Hey, 19 college kids. Uh huh. Yeah. Who you are not a parent yourself. You probably don't want to be a parent yourself right now. You are still figuring out your own life. Here's a child. Like here's 10 children all at the same time. Yeah. Keep them safe. (laughs) Develop them as people, you know, Mm -hmm. and obviously they have support, you know, way oversimplifying and they're trained, but it is just kind of a hilarious concept. Have you seen the skits recently of like poorly explaining your profession and teachers, I, I'm going to butcher the explanation, but I don't know. It's like teachers talking about like, oh, what I do for work is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. blab at kids and send them out for recess. You know, I don't know. I'm yeah. explaining it horribly, but mm-hmm. I think if, if someone much funnier than me, if someone wrote that sketch for camp counselors, I think it'd be hilarious. Oh, it'd be funny. Okay, the next one. <laughs> See, here's the problem with, well, I'll say it afterwards okay, great. because you're going to know right away. Okay. Our mission is to increase our impact on youth, adults, families, and communities with Jesus Christ through evangelism, discipleship, leadership training, and educational opportunities in a quality year-round Christian environment and in the communities in which they live. Did it say to increase art? No, sorry. Increase R. Okay, great. I just talked too fast. No, that's fine. Well, and I feel like I know what you're going to say of like, you're going to know because it says Jesus Christ, but it should like, I was going to say, if it's your mission statement, that is driving everything everything that you're doing. It should be apparent if it's a Christian camp or not. (laughs) Yeah. But the things I liked about this one, um, it was a long one. It was, but it's very intentional. I feel in saying like, Hey, young adults Mm -hmm. or youth adults, families, communities, with Jesus Christ, but then it also says through evangelism, discipleship, leadership training, and educational opportunities. So it's like we're going to serve these people. This is how we're going to serve them. Uh-huh. Um, but then I like how it says in a quality year-round Christian environment and in the communities in which they live. So it's like they're more con- they're not just concerned about camp, but also like once they go home, yeah, yeah that next whole- step program type yes. thing. So. That's that's really cool. I appreciate. Mm-hmm. I will say I like when mission statements are easy for maybe easy is the wrong word, but like capable for staff to like be able to like mm-hmm. rattle them off very yeah. quickly. I think it helps recenter yourself as a staff of like, yeah. why am I here? What am I doing this for? Mm-hmm. But I also like the specificity and the detail of, okay, I know what that camp does. I know where their focuses are. Yeah. I also like that they put in a year-round setting Christian, environment. A year-round Christian environment. There we go. Yeah, I I like that because that also trips people up. People are like, oh, you're you're open outside of summer camp. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was just talking with um, some people recently, and uh, they kept coming back to like, oh, summer camp, summer camp, summer camp, and I was like, well, yeah, but my busy season is right now. Yeah. Like, I yes, personally. <laughs> It's weird. It's not slow, but all of a sudden we grow really big in staff. Mm -hmm. And so like it's other things that I'm focused on, but like when I feel the busiest spring and fall, like, um, so it's just a weird, similar to like people calling 
at a campground. Like yeah. it's just a people think, oh, you work at a camp, so you only do summer mm-hmm. and you're just hanging out the rest of the year. Yeah. But I know what we've talked about before, but it's always just funny to me. It is. But yeah, both both good mission statements. Both good. All right, what's hey, the last one? The last one. Our mission is to improve the quality of life for people of all backgrounds and abilities by using our unique outdoor setting to provide educational education, therapy, and recreation. Whoa. Okay, I thought I knew I know. Which camp was gonna go and now I'm confused. Anyway, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like the improve the quality of life. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And I feel like the two that were not like a faith-based mm-hmm. focus camp, you could very easily take their mission statements and add a word or two mm-hmm. like Christian environment. Yep. Or something like that. Um, and create like really good yeah. Christian camp uh, mission statements. And- because I feel like as a ministry, like we should be focused on those things. Like we should be focused on like providing it for all yes and, from like, all backgrounds, all backgrounds and, and all abilities yep. um which is interesting seeing i feel like we're in i hope we're in the midst of seeing a lot of camps christian and not move towards hey we don't want this to just be a place for honestly rich white kids to spend a week of their summer because i think that's historically what camps have been mm-hmm. it's been a very uh, white centered environment yeah of very narrow background um and i feel like we're in a space where we're seeing camps really really intentionally be like no we we want this to be diverse we want it to be mm-hmm. for all people of all abilities and all mm-hmm. backgrounds which is super hard it is oh it's not an easy thing by any means yeah often i think our locations are a big boundary for yeah. that of <laughs> a lot of camps are in the middle of nowhere was well, so it i say camps like from the early 1900s of when <laughs> many of them have yep. started we're not like oh like let's put a camp in a big parking lot and like all this stuff like in an in the, urban setting yeah, <laughs> so that we can have campers with wheelchairs or people that like yeah. maybe have less balance or things like that like they can or where it's easy for them to commute from yeah people point to get a to point here B. yeah um a lot of camps are hey we're an hour from this city we're yeah. an hour and a half and they from did that it on purpose because they right. like the whole unplug and connect thing like we want you to be in nature we want you to be far away from everything it like, comes with really big benefits but also pretty big downfalls yeah which i think is why you're seeing a lot more camps like busing yes and... bus from cities of like hey we're mm-hmm. gonna have a local pickup in yeah. the city and then we're gonna bus you up to camp which honestly is a great opportunity since gas is like four bucks a gallon like <laughs> yeah. please bus my child yeah like, let the camp take that cost yeah. well the camp thankfully like doesn't charge four bucks a gallon or whatever right to cover that kind of thing so it works out great it for does everybody and like it allows those kids to have a s'more for the first time yeah but like it's that. a really exciting i think time to be a part of this like transition in Tra- industry yes. yeah yeah well i was gonna say the word industry but we all oh. yeah i also don't like that word yeah eh. but it's an exciting time mm-hmm. to be a part of this and mm-hmm. i like that so many camps have have inclusion baked yeah. into their mission statement it's yeah. like really exciting 
So I think when it's all said and done, like there is a one big difference between a Christian camp and a non-faith-based camp. As um, most people clicking on this podcast probably guessed, but yeah, you know. Um, but like there's also some really good pros about mm-hmm. both. Um I really feel like they they both really have a place. And I think a lot of people who are Christians are very apprehensive to send their kids to a non-Christian summer camp. Mm -hmm. I'm not a parent. You get to parent your child however you best see fit. However, I think it would be pretty cool. Like, hey, you've got a kid who is really into music. Yeah. If you have the means to be able to send them to a week of Christian camp where they get that spiritual development and a week of music camp, music yeah. camp, cool. And also, like, how cool it would be for, like, I know last week we were talking about um, how some camps were made for more of, like, that discipleship portion. Like, how cool it would be, like, if your kid did go to a camp that was not faith-based and that gave them the opportunity, like, to be on the training ground, talk about Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and have the time of their life and get a, become a better oboe, oboe player. Sure. Like, whatever clarinet, they're clarinet, doing. Oboe, yeah. bassoon, whatever you want to play. Um, but like, you could like learn that skill, but also like work on that training mm-hmm. of like being a follower of Christ and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. I just feel like there's uh, in like as a Christian, I think there's sometimes some animosity i guess towards Mm -hmm. like non-christian camps and i really feel like they both serve really good purposes yeah it's just what are what purpose are you wanting to be Mm -hmm. filled yeah and odds are i think kids would benefit from both purposes being filled yeah that's just my personal take i would agree okay it's good and i I feel like that gets the parent uh seal of approval because you're a parent i am (laughs) Eight years going strong. Don't sound too happy about it. Woohoo! Kids. <laughs> I love being a parent. <laughs> so kind of transitioning into our goodbye, but also a prep commercial for next week. Oh, prep commercial. Um, so these two camps I specifically picked because the non-faith-based camps, um, because both camps um work with organizations and train organizations a lot of times that help with cognitive disabilities Mm -hmm. or all abilities um as one might say or as one should say (laughs) um and next week it's such a good episode guys guys i feel like ryan i keep telling you this and if you haven't caught on yet you should just rewind to the trailer (laughs) and just for a day listen to all the podcasts because they're all good but this one in particular is with our friend kathy who is the executive director and we'll say it this, this is the only time we will say camp. Yes. She's the executive director of Camp Sunshine. Because that one is a little bit of a promo. Yeah. But we is. love her. We love her so much. And um, Camp Sunshine is a camp that specifically um, works with campers who have cognitive disabilities. Mm-hmm. And like they just make they, you want to love people more. Yeah. They um, provide really, really awesome experiences for people with disabilities of all ages. Um, and yeah. so it's a really good episode. We got to talk with her and she's hilarious. She's so funny. And I feel like we talked to her for about an hour before we recorded the podcast. <laughs> we were like, Oh, we should probably 
press record. Yeah, because like we had already been talking, and then after the podcast, we talked for like another like forty five minutes yeah. to an hour. Like she's she's such a loving person, and like not just Kathy, but like the whole team at Camp Sunshine yeah. are such great human beings. We really love them, and they show so much love. So, um, a really, it, really, really strong plug. Really strong plug. Listen next, Listen week, next week. Um, and share it with your friends too, because like they are just such a great organization. Mm-hmm. And um, another plug, they're always looking for volunteers. Oh, um, yeah. If you want a really awesome week of learning, like, even if you've never worked with a person with disabilities, they will train you. Yeah. And they bring so many, like, they bring, they have, like, one-to-one volunteers and different things like that. Like, they'll do it all. Um, we give more information in the episode next week. Yeah. We're just really excited uh, about it. Yeah. It's super great. So, please um, have a great week, guys. Yeah. And we can't wait for you to listen to Welcome in the Sunshine next week. Bye. Bye.